0: Doctors find over 60 household items inside a man's stomach. Could a government shutdown affect Fat Bear Week? And a man drove through a police station while blasting Guns N' Roses. These are the weird stories for Monday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. Let's see if I'm funny today. (laughs) Man goes to the hospital with a stomach ache and the doctors retrieve 60 household items from his belly. It's a crazy story title. Uh, Hard to believe that it's true. But a man was suffering from a two-year stomach ache. He, He shocked all the doctors who discovered the patient had ingested a Home Depot's worth of household items. Ranging from buttons all the way to technical devices such as earphones. On carrying out an x-ray, they found lockets, chains, nuts, bolts, earphones, many other objects inside the stomach of this individual. Are they going to name this dummy? The victim is Kuldeep Singh, 35 years old. Kuldeep had reportedly gone to the hospital concerned over his terminal tummy troubles as well as a high fever. Yeah, he has major tummy troubles as well as a fever. (laughs) This guy swallowed a thousand things. And he goes in because his fingernail hurts. They scanned the problem area. Was he, was he trying to play it off like he didn't know what he did? Obviously, he swallowed all these things. He's, <laughs> they, they scanned the problem area. Does that mean an x-ray? Whereupon they made an alarming discovery. Singh had reportedly consumed about 60 items, including lockets, chains, nuts, bolts, earphones, safety pins, magnets, shirt buttons zippers, many more what they're calling inedible objects. The doctors diagnosed this man with pica, a mental health condition where the sufferer compulsively swallows items that are not exactly food and are often dangerous to their innards and their life. This uh, affliction is most common among young children, pregnant women, and people with psychiatric disorders, including especially autism. Intellectual disabilities or even schizophrenia. Uh, i I've watched some reality show about people that eat strange things. Someone ate all the couch cushions they could come across. Another person ate rocks. This is a real disorder. It's very baffling to me how you can end up in a place like this that you would eat safety pins and razor blades. Nuts and bolts. It just seems strange to me. Apparently, the patient's relatives were unaware of the problem. Unsurprisingly, eating indigestible objects can prove hazardous to one's health, it says here in the article, as is the case with Mr. Singh. Here's a quote from the doctor. Since he had eaten sharp objects, there were severe wounds in his stomach. We decided to operate on him. Good job that you decided to operate on him. I don't know what else you would have done. Yeah, we're just going to leave all that in there. We just we saw all the sharp objects that he ate. We decided, even with the severe wounds, why operate at this point? I mean, he's just going to eat another 60 objects from Home Depot. So we figured, why, why waste our resources on this? This guy Singh underwent a three-hour surgery that was successful, it says. The patient is still not out of the woods, though. He is on a ventilator and is critical, according to the doctor. In an equally peculiar case of pika, detailed in July, a woman in London spent $4,000 to satiate her craving for clay, which began when she became pregnant. So she ate $4,000 worth of clay, and they don't say what happened to her. Did they uh, fire her up and she's now a beautiful vase? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, I'm being insensitive to these people's debilitations. I should be more empathetic, but it's hard to be empathetic when you do a weird podcast for five, six years. You just—I I struggle with it. I struggle with it. I, I got no more tears. It seems <laughs> I got no—I got no more tears, guys. You want to eat a bunch of nuts and bolts? I just—I got, got no more tears for you, man. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Someone else does, I'm sure. There's a there's an organization, a foundation, or something that's uh, that can help with this stuff. You can go there, and they'll, they'll give you your tier, their tears for you. Could a government shutdown affect Fat Bear Week? And this is how Jonesy learned that the government might shut down. It seems like the government's always threatening to shut down. I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, go ahead. Shut down. Who gives a shit? Oh, are you going to shut down? It's not like you do anything that makes me proud anyways. Call it potentially unbearable, at least for the wildlife fans. The looming U.S. government shutdown might affect Bear Week. Uh, It's known as Fat Bear Week. It's an annual celebration of wild bears who put on weight to prepare for hibernation. Fat Bear Week. Oh, who doesn't like Fat Bear Week? Who doesn't love some fat bears? Don't get too close, though. Don't feed the fat bears. They'll rip your head off. From October 4th through October 10th, the Bears of Alaska's Katmai National Park face off March Madness style on the official Fat Bear Week website where people can vote to crown the best and the chunkiest bear. But timing-wise, there could be some complications, guys. The House and the Senate, oh, not those places. Oh, all those old people who need to go away. The House and the Senate have until the end of the day on Saturday, oh, this was over the weekend, apparently, to pass a spending deal. Oh, I don't even know if they passed it. Trying to avert a partial government shutdown, which would have rippling consequences for numerous workers, recipients of social services, and much, much more. But what about the fat bears, guys? During a shutdown of the government, many agencies like the National Park Service are also not permitted to update websites and social media pages. My goodness, they can't update the social media from the National Park Service. They can't post those pictures of the butterflies. That means the Viral Park Service social media promotions of Fat Bear Week would also halt, come to a straight-up halt. That's where we have to step it up, guys. If the National Park Services can't promote Fat Bear Week on their social media, we have to step up our social media game and support Fat Bear Week for them, guys. Who's ready? Who's with me? Tweet out some Fat Bear Week stuff. Facebook is probably the best place for that. Uh, Fans of Fat Bear Week probably live on Facebook is what I assume. Thankfully, thankfully, guys, the Fat Bear Week voting occurs on an outside platform, the live site Explore.org. So voting will not go dark if a shutdown happens. That's good to know. We have a park ranger at Katmai National Park named Keith. He said there are plans in place should a government shutdown occur, though he couldn't offer any specifics about that plan. Uh, My guess is uh, the plan for Keith is he's going to be spending a lot of time at home watching football, so good for him. Keith acknowledged the popularity of this contest online and on social media, hoping not to be the bearer of bad news if a shutdown forces changes to Fat Bear Week. He said, quote, I think a lot of people would be disappointed if we didn't have Fat Bear Week voting and all that. Come on, government, don't let me down. They can mess up our land, they can tank our economy, but I'll be damned if they'll stop Fat Bear Week not on my watch. <laughs> I love how this is a major concern regarding government shutdown. If we get inflation and the price of drinking water, that they better not cancel Fat Bear Week, guys. That just shows you where we're at. I went to the website for Fat Bear Week, explore.org slash bears. They have several categories of bears and... I want to say half of them, look. they don't look fat to me. They look a little malnutritioned, sadly. You got to beef up these bears, man. Uh, anyways, you can vote there, apparently, if you're into this stuff. You could do some other stuff there. Uh, you cannot meet the bears in person, so don't go to Alaska hoping to meet the bears. They don't line them up like a beauty pageant. I'm just letting you know it's all done online. Okay, for your safety. For your safety. A man drove into a police station while blasting Guns N' Roses. This is a strange way for Guns N' Roses to promote their upcoming tour. This took place in Jersey. A new Jersey man is facing several charges after authorities say he intentionally crashes vehicle into a police station while blasting a song by Guns N' Roses. Can you guys guess the name of the song? I'm going to give you some choices. Is it A Paradise City? Is it B Welcome to the Jungle? Is it C, Mr. Brownstone? Or is it D, November Rain? If you guys said B, Welcome to the Jungle, you would be correct. He blasted Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses while driving into a police station. Seems very appropriate. It's a great theme song if you're going to drive into a building, I think. Now, let's keep reading and find out what the police did to him after he drove into the police station blasting Welcome to the Jungle. Did they bring him to his knees? Knees? This incident happened Wednesday of last week. Surveillance video from the Independence Township Police Department shows the vehicle slamming into the building. The song is not captured in the video, sadly, but, you know, you could play it on the side while you watch the video and still have the experience. Um, The police said in a statement that the man's stereo was blaring the song Welcome to the Jungle by Guns N' Roses. The man is identified as John Hargreaves. In the video, John gets out of the car with his hands up before he was even arrested by the officers. He was ready for it. He now faces several serious charges, including terrorism. Terrorism? Huh, strange. That carries a maximum sentence of life in prison? That's bizarre. I wouldn't say that this was an act of terrorism at all. At all. It's guns and guns Roses is lovely. <laughs> if someone someone just uh, break, like invades my space playing Guns and Roses, I'm not going to say it's terrorism. Uh, obviously, it's... Um, you know, he's driving onto private property and damaging private property, but terrorism? Seems strange. Now, the police say earlier that day, Hargreaves intentionally crashes SUV into the garage door of a home as well in Liberty Township. It's unclear if anyone was hurt in the crashes or what led Hargreaves to crash into these buildings. Can't you ask him? Man, I'm dying to know what his motivation is. And in the previous crash, which was a garage door of a home in the neighborhood, was he playing Guns N' Roses? <laughs> Take me down to the paradise city where the grass is green and the girls are, oh, shit. <laughs> I drive into police stations around 7, and then I go to jail around 9. Do you know where you are? <laughs> Do you know where you are? You're in my garage, baby. Baby. Going to jail. A little drive-through. Yeah. I've been driving my SUV. I don't always stay on the street. I like to find a big building to smash. I drove through the station, then I made a dash. And police come find me. They know where I be. I'm driving out all of the and I need you Yeah yeah, yeah cause I need you. Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News podcast. Thanks so much for spending some time with me in this episode. If you haven't subscribed yet, this is your first time here. Just FYI, we do Weird News. I do Weird News five days a week, and on Friday, it's only Weird News from Florida. And I do takes on the stories and give my... uh, give my comedic spin on them, at least I attempt to, oftentimes uh, using voices and singing, so it's not for everybody, but that's what you get at Weird AF News, so please know all that before you subscribe, before you decide to write an an angry review, and I did get some positive reviews, which I will read a little bit later, but I just want to thank everybody who um, reached out to me over the weekend, hope you enjoyed that Florida Friday episode. Uh, Ed, my buddy Ed from Jersey, who's an OG fan of the show. Ed is always sending me amazing stories that I cover on the show. Shout out to Ed from Jersey. And how fitting I did a Jersey story today. So Ed bought me coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com, which is very generous of him. And Ed wrote, happy international podcast day to my favorite podcaster. Thank you for making my mornings just as awesome as you are, Jonesy. Well, almost as awesome as you are. Keep him coming, and good luck with your life, man. Ed from Jersey. Shout out to Ed, man. Ed's the best. Me and Ed go back and forth on email quite often, so I'm a a fan of Ed. Uh, Someone else bought me coffees off the website, weirdafnews.com. It's Joe. Joe bought me multiple coffees and said, Hey, Jonesy, thanks for the great Cameo video. I know I didn't give you much information, but you really nailed it. Don was totally surprised and thrilled to hear from you. Uh, Cameo asked me to write a review and also gave me the option to leave you a tip. Uh, so I tried to do all that, but then the webpage disappeared. I tried to do it again, but was only able to write a review. So he had an issue with, I don't know anything about Cameo. This is my first time using it. But you can hire me off Cameo to record a personalized video for somebody in your life who might be, might appreciate a personalized video from Jonesy. Maybe it's a birthday or something. And so you can do that at Cameo.com slash Comedian Jonesy. Anyways, Joe said, um... I think you got the tip. I don't know about the review. Just wanted to say thanks and let you know how cool it was hearing from you. Well, uh, thank you, Joe, so much, man. So generous of you to leave me a tip and to then buy me coffees as well. I'm so grateful that you enjoyed the cameo, or I should say that Dawn enjoyed the cameo. It's nice to see that she was surprised and thrilled to hear from me. That that's really cool. That makes me feel good. Makes me feel great. So some people are getting something out of the cameo. Uh, I also got a couple reviews. On Apple Podcasts, here it looks like uh, one. One here is uh, Apple Podcasts Australia. Okay, cool, cool. Got some listeners down under. Got five, five stars, five stars, stars, stars. Just I have a terrible Australian accent, but I try. Take fifteen minutes out of your routine and learn a little bit about the unique goings on of the human race. They're idiots. They're newsworthy. I've been listening to Weird AF News for the last year or so. It's locked into my reality. All the thumbs up. All the thumbs up. 17 stars. 17 stars. I wish you could give me 17 stars. Cardinal Chunder from Australia. That's the person who wrote this. Cardinal Chunder, thank you so much for taking the time to write this awesome five-star review. It's very funny, too. Uh, I love how you describe the human race as idiots, but very newsworthy. (laughs) That could be the catchphrase for Weird AF News. What's it, what is Weird AF News? Oh, we cover idiots, but it's very newsworthy. Uh, someone else wrote funny four stars on the Apple podcast United States. Oh, I covered this one already. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the four stars, this individual. Glazda. You guys can leave me r- reviews on uh, Amazon and Apple podcasts and Spotify as well. You can just give stars, so please give me some stars if you have the the time it only takes a second and if you want to email me it's funnyjones at gmail.com that's the place to send stories that you come across that you think i should cover you can call the show 646-450-2012 please leave a message for me and uh, try not to swear too much on there and i'll publish your voicemail if it's uh if it's not the ravings of a lunatic <laughs> although we love the ravings of a lunatic don't we yes we do uh hey, what else did what I want to say? Lastly, if you want to support the show, you can go to my website, weirdafnews.com, and buy me a coffee for your National Podcast Day, which was a couple of days ago, if you'd like. Not, not necessary. You can also join the Patreon there. The Patreon's pretty cool. You get uh, weird, extra weird content. It's like joining a Weird AF News fan club. And it's like buying Jonesy a coffee every month, which is just a nice thing to do with your spare change, I think. Anyways, I love you very much. We'll see you tomorrow, guys, for the Tuesday episode, as we always do. I, I, don't, I try not to miss a day. You know, I'm trying to do my best in the world to be timely and um, dedicated. Yeah, that's what it is. Dedication. That's what gets you far, right? I think.